0: You are listening to an HD Smartcast Original. Welcome to She Diaries, an exclusive podcast series for women entrepreneurs, brought to you by sheatwork.com, a one-stop knowledge hub for women entrepreneurs. This podcast is an HD Smartcast Original and is available on HDsmartcast.com, India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Through She Diaries, the She at Work team will bring to you meaningful conversations on women empowerment and entrepreneurship, with a view to educate, support, and motivate women entrepreneurs around the world.
1: Hello everyone, I'm Ruby Sinha, founder of She at Work. Welcome to She Diaries. As a country is celebrating its 75th year of independence, through the much hyped Azadika Ka Amrit Mahotsav' campaign. We have amidst us today a remarkable woman who is fighting a battle against patriarchy and gender discrimination, and has emerged as a role model for millions of women in the country. Dr. Vali Arunachalam is the daughter of late M.V. Murugappan, the patriarch of the multi-billion dollar family-owned Murugappa group. A PhD in nuclear engineering from Texas A&M University, she has had a successful career in semiconductor technology with numerous patents to her credit. She has also been a technology consultant with over 23 years of work experience in Fortune 500 companies. But the death of her father in 2017 altered her life completely. For generations, the management of the Murugappa business has been a male only bastion. For the first time, a male member had passed away without any male heirs. Although her father willed his entire estate to her mother, sister, and her, for more than three years now, they have been fighting an uphill battle with the family to either settle their stake in the family business at fair value or allow them into the business, both of which have been refused. Welcome to She Diaries, Dr. Arunachalam. Thank
2: you, Ruby. (laughs)
1: You know, uh, we started She Diaries thinking that we will bring the stories of women entrepreneurs and remarkable role models for women into the limelight. Because uh, I personally feel and all of us at She At Work feel that women entrepreneurs, if they give their actual contribution to society, the global economy and the Indian economy will really change. But it's really sad. It's really sad that in spite of all this, we have you, a woman, in a way has it all she comes from a privileged background she's been she's got the best of education the best of qualifications and still you are struggling for your rights in our country a country that is celebrating its 75th year of independence so i would like to just request you to take our listeners through your journey a bit and how exactly your life changed after your father's demise and what exactly are you facing
2: First of all, thank you, Ruby, for wanting to share my story with your listeners. And I'd like to welcome your listeners. First, I want to put my story in a broader context. It's a story about oppression and marginalization of daughters in India. It's a struggle about equality and justice. There are millions of such stories in India, but they're swept under the rug. I don't want these millions of stories to be swept under the rug. I want them to be heard in platforms such as yours and addressed. And that is what I'm fighting for. Now, about my story. The Murugappa family, it follows the age old tradition of patriarchy. The inheritance pathway is from fathers to sons. It's an all boys club. Every family branch, it has at least one son, with the exception of two family branches. One branch, they chose to adopt a son to pass on the inheritance. However, my father, who was very progressive in his thinking, chose to pass on his entire estate to his wife and his two daughters. Now, after my father's passing, in accordance to his wishes, we asked for a fair value exit from the family business. And for over two years, the family kicked the can down the road. They lured us into thinking they would settle only to backtrack. But we were consistent in our efforts. We proposed many ways to settle the matter amicably, including, but not limited to an offer of mediation by a neutral third party. But the family summarily rejected all our proposals. So... I asked for a board seat in the holding company, Ambadi Investments Limited, to protect my family's significant shareholding in the business. The family gave various excuses why I could not be on the board. First, they said the board seat is not an inheritance right. Yes, understood. But I was asking for it based on our significant shareholding. And then they said it was because I didn't have experience in the business. But how am I supposed to have that when they have firmly shut the doors of the family business to daughters? Anyway, once again, they kicked the can down the road, asked me to apply for a board seat at the AGM, which was about nine months away. Given that I have a PhD in nuclear engineering, 23 years work experience in Fortune 500 companies, and numerous patents and research papers to my credit, I thought... I could make significant contributions and bring fresh ideas and perspectives to the board. But shockingly, the family en masse voted against my nomination. Now, when a 23-year-old master's graduate with little or no professional experience was inducted to the Ambadi board a few months after his father's untimely passing, Why was my nomination rejected? The only differentiating factor is my gender. That was a moment of reckoning for me. I viewed this vote not only as a vote against me, but a vote against the values and principles enshrined in the Constitution of India. I realized then that my struggle was just one in a million struggles that Indian women face every day. And I felt it was my duty and responsibility to stand up and fight not just for the rights of women in my immediate family, but for the rights of all Indian women. And through my fight, I hope to inspire millions of Indian women to fight for their rights. And this is the 21st century. Women deserve to be treated as equal. That's my story
1: you know uh, i just had a query you know i'm not a legal expert but since you are meeting so many lawyers currently isn't it a mandate that there should be a woman uh, director in all listed companies and things like that
2: or there there is a sebi mm-hmm. regulation mandating at least one independent women director on the top 1000 listed uh companies but the holding company of the Murugapa group uh, it 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 is a listed company, but it's not in the top thousand, so it's it's not mandated. Oh,
1: so, so that's what I was wondering, you know, because even the government is promoting these things. So, uh, you know, Wali, when, uh, when you are fighting this battle, your father was a very progressive person, but uh, it's surprising that none of the men, other men in the family, the younger generation, uh, you know, they've not been supporting you. I mean, either openly or behind the scenes, have you received any sort of support from them?
2: No, I, I haven't received any support from them, either, either publicly or privately. And in this day and age, it makes absolutely no sense. Oh, God.
1: So, you know, we talk about women's emancipation and men contributing to them, and this is still the situation, you know. So, ultimately, what do you feel? I mean, uh, what is it that still keeps you going, I mean, in spite of not receiving any support from within the family, what is it that keeps you going? Why do you, why are you still fighting for your rights? And
2: you know, so what is it? No, I'm a nuclear engineer. I have this storehouse of nuclear power within me that keeps me going. <laughs> but, but you know, jokes aside, it is my passion and commitment for the larger cause that keeps me going gender equality, women empowerment. That's what keeps me going despite all the struggles and setbacks. And I have complete faith in the judicial system. And I believe that if you fight for what is right, justice will be delivered.
1: You're right. You're right. Just, uh, you know, your views on this, because our, uh, you know, our podcast is also targeted towards women entrepreneurs. And, you know, family businesses by themselves have are very legacy-driven, have uh, have a lot of uh, patriarchism in them. So, uh, do you feel that uh, your journey would have been much more easier if more and more family businesses had more of women in them at the leadership role, or there would be more of women entrepreneurs in families?
2: Undoubtedly, the answer would be a yes. I just think that women have so much to contribute to the family business. I think they bring unique skills and men bring unique skills too, right? But I think incorporating everyone's strengths for the benefit of the family business is the way to go. And especially in this day and age when women are being educated, when with the push to digital media, social media, women are being exposed more and more to the worldly ways, it's high time that businesses understood the the contributions that women can make. There have been numerous studies about and and there is no doubt about what women can bring to the table. So I think it's it's time to act. it's trying to it's, it's time to have gender equality in boards, whether it be family business or big corporations. And a lot of big corporations have done it very successfully moving towards gender equality and they've reaped the benefits so it would behoove us to learn from these big organizations and small ones that have have uh, strive are striving towards gender equality you're right
1: but just one you know one thought is coming to my head over here you know as you're talking somewhere do you feel it is Women who are to blame especially in family businesses because you know what happens in in a family business you get too comfortable in your role within the home and things like that so somewhere uh, women are not challenging themselves more to come forward and fight for their rights for a seat at the table you know that's the way you are doing right now. Do you feel that's also what is stopping
2: women? In a patriarchy women are suppressed right from a very young age. And it's extremely difficult for women to come out of that. It, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of determination to, to come out of that mindset. And often women are not financially independent. And those factors may also be contributing to the fact why they're not able to come out. Now, in my case... I was fortunate that both my parents were very forward-thinking. They ensured that we had an excellent education and that we were able to pursue our passions. And both my sister and me are self-made. Even though we come from a patriarchal family, we made our mark. We pursued our dreams. We have our own careers. And I think that independence is what is fueling me in my fight. Because I feel that whatever I have achieved has been because of the fire within me. And I would encourage other women who are in patriarchies, in family businesses, if that's what you want, not all women may want the same thing. But if you have dreams, by all means, pursue them with all the energy that you have within you. Yeah,
1: you're right. You know, they can always set an example because you see most of the women entrepreneurs across the country are still micro-entrepreneurs. They have a huge problem with finances, etc. At least these women, they they can use their backgrounds to really come forward and set up uh, ventures where they can bring on more women to support them. So uh, I was wondering, you know, especially there are many industries that are still male-dominated today. For example, nuclear engineering, where you are currently, I feel, I have the feeling that it's still very male-dominated. So how do you think a woman can survive and thrive in environments like this? What are your views on this?
2: Let's just look around us, right? Despite being responsible for majority of the household work, despite all the hurdles at work, women multitask superbly. And they're able to excel both in their jobs at home and at work. Think about this. Isn't it remarkable? It's important to for women to recognize this and believe in themselves and their remarkable abilities. And don't listen to naysayers. There's an abundance of them out there. And instead, seek help from support groups. And Ruby, you're an example of one of those women who have created these support groups. And no matter what your dreams are, whether it is to be the first one in your family to finish school or to be the CEO of a company, if you have a passion, if you can visualize it, commit to it and be determined, you can do it. And from my experience, I can tell you, it is extremely hard. And there will be more downfalls than successes. But when you fall down, pick yourself up, keep going, never give up and success will follow.
1: What is it that you tell yourself every night when you go to sleep? I'm wondering.
2: When I go to sleep, I'm like, I've done the best I can today. Tomorrow is another day.
1: And what would be your advice to women, you know, or to people generally, you know, to the men, especially what can be done to change their perceptions about, you know, gender inclusion? Because, you know, we, you see at forums, at webinars, you know, these are the very men and women who talk so highly about gender equality. But when it comes back home, it doesn't exist many times. So what is what would be your advice to both the men and the women on how to, you know, embrace gender equality in a better manner?
2: Yeah, I think it's important to recognize that the world is changing, And we have to be flexible and we have to change with changing times if we are to adapt and be successful in business. And when 50% of your consumers are women, I think we have to take note of that and realize that unless we revamp the leadership and strive for gender equality, not just at the leadership, but use that gender equality at the leadership to drive gender equality through all the rungs of the business, we will not be doing justice for the business and our shareholders. So I think it requires both men and women to realize that and to work together for the common good of society and the business.
1: You're right. Both men and women have to work towards this and we owe it to our future generations that they don't go through this struggle. Especially, I was just wondering, Wali, if this is your situation, I mean, at your level, what is perception about the rest of India? How do you feel are the women doing in the smaller villages, etc.? Just broadly, I mean, what has been your experience? Uh, Have women been supporting you in your fight, the women of your family? I asked you about the men, but many a time, women don't support women.
2: I think in a patriarchy, other than your
1: idiot family, other than your mother and your sisters, are any other women of the family supportive of your struggle?
2: Unfortunately, no. Yeah, that's what it is. So
1: you know, many a time we women need to have something like that big boys club that men have. We need to reach out to each other and support each
2: other. But yeah. I will tell you this, uh, Ruby. In in my struggles, I have had. Support from both men and women. And I'm extremely humbled by that. Who are these supportive people? These are supporters from all walks of life. Ordinary people to the captains of industry, both in India and abroad.
1: So if you had your way, you know, Wali, I just I was just thinking the way we have a platform called She at Work. So would you, once your struggle is over or you achieve that seat at the board table, what would you want to do at that point of time? What is that one change that you would like to bring? Would you like to set up a platform where more women like you can come and voice their grievances? Would you like to change something for women across the country, women? So what is it
2: that you would like to do? I don't think it's something that I'm thinking of doing after my fight. I, I have been committed to women empowerment and especially women education. Uh, through my father's charitable trust. And uh, I I feel that I owe to society what I got from society. I I was fortunate enough to get a good education to be able to pursue a career. And I want that for other women. And that's what I've been working on through my father's charitable trust. I strongly believe that it's important to educate the girl child and if you educate her if you give her that head start in life then she can take care of herself so that's what through my father's trust we're doing is empowering girls through their education so that they can fend for themselves and it doesn't just stop there i i hope to create an ecosystem wherein these girls will mentor each other as they move up their career ladders
1: great that's a great thought i think education is the key to you know, everything right now for women so education is definitely the key so valy as uh, as we near the end of our podcast you know you honestly are an inspiration for a lot of women who are fighting for their rights across various walks of life what do you want to tell them
2: Thank you, Ruby. It's, it's not only me, the world is full of inspiring women whose passion work and impact in their community. Through that, they're encouraging us to stand up for ourselves and make an impact. And what I want to tell your listeners, especially the women, is that they are not alone. Seek support. There are many organizations that are committed to helping women fight for their rights. And as long as truth is on your side, you have nothing to fear. But it is tough. You will fall many times, but just pick yourself up and keep going. And that's what I'm doing. We we must all be catalysts for change that we want to see in the world.
1: Thanks, Wali. We salute your struggle, your efforts, and really hope more and more women like you come forward. And get a seat at the board table so that you can make a difference for the rest of us around the country, especially in India. So, great. Thanks for coming on She Diaries, Vali. Thanks a lot.
2: Yeah. and, And thank you, Ruby, for giving me the opportunity to speak on your platform. And to all your listeners out there, never give up and may all your dreams come true.
0: Thank you. Thank you. If you would like to feature on She Diaries, you can write to us at infosheatwork.com. For more related content, visit our website sheatwork.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. To give us your feedback, reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. To listen to more podcasts, log on to HDsmartcast.com or Suno Nainazadiese.